Welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can find us on Facebook as The Talk Show for Talkers. We look forward to your comments, any questions, any feedback. Indeed, we look on these as evaluations. So please give us some evaluations. Please give us some critiques. Please advise us on how to make this show better for you. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly, and this is a roundup of links from the internet. It's all about Toastmasters. It's about public speaking, confidence, leadership, inspiration, motivation. So look for that newspaper link on our website. My name is Ted Melamphy, and I'm joined again, as usual, by the personable, prolific, persuasive, passionate, Paul O'Mahony. Hello, listeners. Thank you very much for your company. I hope you've listened to us before, and I hope this is your very first time listening to us. Thank you, Paul, for that. On today's show listeners whether you're a new listener or whether you're one of the hardy annuals on today's show we will have the usual mix of a thought for the week a word of the week we may delve into the magazine we shall see as we go along we will be concluding in episode two the les brown speech so i'm sure those of you who know where we are at this point will be looking forward to that and in the third section Paul will be talking all about when clubs stop allowing online attendance. There are big consequences. That will be in episode three. We hope you'll stay with us for that. I'm going to give you the thought for this week. What is important is seldom urgent. And what is urgent is seldom important. What is important is seldom urgent, and what is urgent is seldom important. And that was given to us by Dwight Eisenhower. So what would you think of that, Paul? Well, Ted, it's cracking me up. I think it's one of the funniest uh, quotations I've ever heard. And the first thing I thought of when you said it, well, I thought of the Titanic and I thought of the poor old captain on the Titanic who was trying to get people into the lifeboats who had a message to deliver. And Dwight Eisenhower says, whatever is important is not urgent. So the poor old captain who was trying to get lives saved, which I think we would all agree is important, is meant to believe or pay attention to some fella who says it's not urgent and vice versa. So to me, it's... Oh, I'll use a word that came across at a meeting last... I, anyway, um, let me just pick a word to, to respond to Dwight on that particular one. Codswallop or a poppycock. I can think of nothing more ridiculous than saying that. The much better 
thing to say is that some things are important and urgent. Some things are important and not urgent. Some things are urgent, etc. So you get a two by two. But I reckon Dwight Eisenhower, who I don't think was a silly man, that quotation has been ripped out of context. That's my view. Well, in actual fact, Paul, it would seem that you said he's not a silly man, yet you said he said the silly thing. No. What are you like? Ah, hold on, hold on. And, and this is the important thing, quote me in full. I said, and I believe that quote has been taken out of context. So put my quote in context is that I think Dwight Eisenhower said probably a good lot of sensible things. And that quotation has been ripped out of context and used to damage his reputation. Well, let's put it back into context, so because what you're giving is um, everything is subjective. You're giving a personal view. What I like about this is what is important is seldom urgent. I think as you grow older, you also grow wiser. And you begin to realize that things that you thought were important and probably were important at the time. Looking back on it now, was it really urgent? Was it really as urgent as you thought it was? Uh, yes. If I was in a Kabul airport a few days ago, it was terribly important, depending upon my, my future in Afghanistan, it was really important to get out. Really, really important to get out. And there is no way it wasn't urgent. Because if I didn't get out quickly, I there might be consequences that were undesirable. That is really the only thing I'm talking about. Well, what about those who didn't get out? So how important was it to them that they get out? And, and if they didn't get out, what does the future hold for them? And in 20, 30, 40 years time, I hope they will be able to look back on this tragic episodes this week in Kabul and say, what was I worrying about? I'm still here 40 years after. Well, amen to that. Amen okay. to that. Okay. That's said with uh, something that deserves to be said with gravitas because it is something incredibly important, something that deserves to be considered with respect, and it's very, very serious. Yes, so I, I agree with you. What I do find, actually, Paul, with quotations... And, and and this is why we love you for this. You always seem to take a fatalistic view. And that pause, that pregnant pause there, listeners, was gravitas. Let me define the word gravitas, which is our word of the week, listeners. Gravitas, G-R-A-V-I-T-A-S. In case you're wondering, well, it comes from Latin. And it goes right the way back to the Romans, when the Romans used to regard it as a really, really good thing to be able to speak in a serious way in order to get attention of people. The Romans are not particularly well known for their sense of humor, um, but to add credibility to your speech today, to add credibility and often authority, gravitas is what you need. Now, their opposite to gravitas would be to speak in a lighthearted way, to speak in a superficial way, and to speak in a trivial way. All of those things 
are good things to be able to do. Frankly, you wouldn't have many friends if everything you actually said was delivered with gravitas. You might be regarded as, oh, God, here comes Paul. He's always so heavy to listen to. So in a situation, though, where you're going to deliver a message, which could be anything from life and death situation to something that has to do with somebody's reputation, to speak in a tone of voice which communicates that, hey, I want you to listen to this and I want you to listen carefully to what I have to say. And I also want you to listen to every single word. That kind of desire is a desire to speak with gravitas. One of the greatest things you could say to a speaker at a Toastmasters meeting after they delivered certain kind of communications is to say that speech was delivered with gravitas. It was advanced in a tone of voice that captured the serious attention of the audience. So that notion of it, the message being serious, is well worth having a word for that rather than simply saying, oh, that was a serious speech. That was a speech delivered with gravitas. Now, a serious speech can be delivered in a lighthearted way. So let's not mix up being serious and having gravitas. But gravitas is not the same as being lighthearted, and it's a million miles away from being superficial. So what Ted said earlier, where he hoped that people in 40 years would be able to look back and realize that there were other things in life other than that particular moment at that airport in Kabul, that was something that deserved to be delivered with gravitas. And of course, we all, everybody, uh, we could say, need to practice speaking with gravitas. So if we're talking about becoming, having greater vocal variety and holding the attention of audience in different ways, I would highly recommend that you practice the art of gravitas. That's great advice, Paul, for, for this week. It's a lovely word, gravitas. I like it. And I, I hope all of us will be able to continue to speak with gravitas. And that brings this first episode this week to a nice conclusion. We hope you'll come back tomorrow to listen to Les Brown with the concluding part of his speech. See you then. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.